Thank you for downloading this podcast from BJOG. This is John Thorpe. I'm the Deputy Editor-in-Chief of the British Journal of Obstetrics and Gynecology, and I'm doing the November podcast for the Editor's Choice. This is entitled Pregnancy as a Signpost to the Future. Most British Journal of OBGYN readers participate in the care of pregnant women, conduct of their labors, and births of their children. The phenomena of pregnancy and childbirth perpetuate humanity and are notable for their efficiency and resilience. Poor outcomes are the exception, undergirding the perspective that this is a physiologic rather than pathological process. Despite being physiological, pregnancy and childbirth subject the mother's body to profound changes that may unmask or provoke underlying tendencies or susceptibilities to illnesses or conditions that have yet to become clinically evident. Pregnancy outcomes or complications may provide novel insights into future disease states. In the November issue of the Blue Journal, we have two articles that utilize this unique way of looking at the future. I'll briefly describe each, but encourage our readers to download and read the articles to discover the bottom lines. In a term vaginal delivery, a mother's body must accommodate the passage of a three to four kilogram mass through the genital hiatus of her pelvic floor. This expulsion transmits tremendous force to the surrounding muscles, nerves, and connective tissues. That energy may cause both anatomical and neurologic injury to the mechanisms that allow for enjoyment of sexuality and continence of urine and feces. While most childbirth-induced pelvic floor dysfunction is transient, with recovery in the months postpartum being the norm, in some instances, the dysfunction can be permanent and debilitating. In their article, Johansson and colleagues explore the association between events in childbirth and incontinence of feces and flatus years after delivery. They identify intrapartum risk factors linked to long-term dysfunction. After childbirth occurs, the third stage of labor begins with the separation and expulsion of the placenta. Mammalian placentation is a marvelous example of vascular remodeling in which placental trophoblast invades the mother's arteries, thereby creating a low-resistance vascular shunt that captures 10 to 20% of cardiac output. This shunting to the uterus delivers oxygen and nutrients to the fetus, allowing exponential growth to the size described. After the baby is born, the placenta separates from the uterine wall, and the placental shunt must quickly shut down or the mother can bleed to death. Failure to reverse the shunt to the non-pregnant, high-resistant state can occur for anatomical or physiologic reasons. In their article, Auger and colleagues take this event and look at cardiovascular disease three decades after birth in women who experience a system failure and suffered postpartum hemorrhage. In her commentary on the postpartum hemorrhage article, Thielen describes pregnancy as a window on the health of the mother years after pregnancy and childbirth. She summarizes how a physiological event 
can pull the mask off future pathologies years before they are clinically detectable. These associations between remote events and current health are valuable to clinicians who care for women in middle and later life. They also provide forward-looking tools to clinical trial designers seeking to explore the effectiveness of primary prevention interventions. Pregnancy and childbirth outcomes are signposts to future health and well-being. Thank you for listening to this podcast from BJOG. We have been reporting the best research in women's health since 1902. We are keen to hear your views. Tweet us at BJOG Tweets. You can find more podcasts at www.bjog.org.